everybody. Welcome back to the 2AM Campfire Club. I am Ethan. I am Reagan. And today we I have a very Timmy. special guest. <laughs> I am Groot. He's Groot. Groot is here. We got, that's right, we got the Groot from Marvel. Nah, so Groot, how does DC. it feel to be... Marvel's all me. I was addicted. Alrighty then. <laughs> Today, we're talking about how much we hate the school system. Yeah. I liked my school system. Your school system well, then why your are mother. You <laughs> yeah, let's really just write. school system. Oh, yeah. what's that? Uh, <laughs> it's that place that you grow to for cross country only? I would like to start this out with a story. Uh, right. So, we'll cut back to sixth grade. I was in an IT class. I got up to go to the bathroom and came back to a picture of Shrek. And they said, and people, everyone crowded around me and said, get Shrek. Scarred me for life. Wow. I, I'm so sorry for your loss. And no, then they said, Shrek yourself. Why did that happen? Why why did I get shreked? Yes, why did you get shreked? It was just a trend back then and I was the youngest. I was like the I was a sixth grader and there was like these eighth graders in the class that were like, you know it would be funny. They did it every time somebody left their chair, they would run over there, pull up a picture of Shrek and say get shreked. Isn't that like super disruptive? Well, it was a horrible class. Nobody actually did anything. Ah. All we did was play cool math and crap the whole time. Ah, uh, yes. That's what happens when you get a bunch of middle schoolers on computers. I w Speaking of computers, our school system ought to change its keyboard. Um, but to what? To the, what's the other one? Starts with a D. So of course it's D's. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, the faster version of the keyboard. It's the one that's designed to speed things up, not slow things down. But so it also has the... Speak to tags? <laughs> Talk to tags. That's no. what they're going to put in schools. Do you know Writing. why we use the QWERTY? Pencils. That's what... That's. But do you know why we use the QWERTY? Probably capitalism. Probably something stupid. Actually, Probably. no. Oh, it's mechanical. Was it typewriters? Was it because of typewriters? Yeah. People were typing so quickly that the typewriters kept getting jammed. And so they used the QWERTY keyboard because it, it actually slowed people down. So they couldn't type as quickly, and so the keyboard didn't get jammed. So the typewriter didn't get jammed. So that's why we used the QWERTY lock keyboard. Fascinating. Learn something new every day. Yeah. I, I thought like it was just keyboard. <laughs> nah, it's literally to slow people it's like down. That scene, what it's, it's like that scene for. from a. It's like that scene from Incredibles. Keyboards are keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So for background, um, I we don't like this public school system because yeah. it's bad. That's the well, only background. No. <laughs> I mean, Ethan, you've been you have you been in the same county for your whole life? Yes. I went to Sunrise oh. Elementary, and then I went to Discovery, which Sunrise was great. 
that's part of the reason I was so innocent as a child because they don't they don't let people get away with anything bad, except for one time people spray painted penises on all the walls, but then they convinced everyone they were pictures of Mickey Mouse. And I was like, those are weird pictures of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I honestly didn't even remember that. I think I didn't even process it until like a couple months ago when I was just like, wait a minute, that's what that was. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, and then you, you dual enrolled last year. Yes. You're not doing that again. No, I am. Oh, you are doing that again? Yes, because I decided I would feel like an idiot if I didn't take advantage of free college. And I also decided my mental health is going to suck no matter what I do, so... Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> I was... So, okay. So I was public schooled up until third grade. But for my kindergarten and first grade year, I was in Orange County. I went to Bonneville Elementary. And then after my parents got divorced, I, um, like, my mom moved to a different county. So I. You might want to check on the stuff you're making. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Who's baking? What? I literally just took my hard tack out of the stove. So. Ah. Okay. Um, okay. So, yeah. So in second grade, I was at a different school. Um, and I really enjoyed my kindergarten and first grade experience. I'm not sure if anybody's had like a bad like yeah, I don't think kindergarten experience. Second Unless grade, they were like, unless they were like abusive teacher or something like that yeah or they were like had some sort of you know uh, disability or something like that or like their whole family died or something (laughs) actually start doing math sheets then that was horrible i'm still traumatized from that yeah but you had to do coloring books before (laughs) and after that so i'm pretty sure you were fine Mm. And learning yeah, what a triangle is. So. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, second grade was so miserable for me that Same my here. mom pulled me out of school and I started homeschooling um, with my cousins because my gracious aunt, Sammy's mom, was uh, kind enough to kind of take me in and she schooled me. Really up until, like, last year, um, I guess, or the year before that, really. Um, At which point, it was basically up to me. But I've basically been homeschooled the entire time since that with some some, uh, brief returns that did not work out. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Meaning she returned, had two days in school, the rest of the time she was sick, and then returned. I don't... I don't blame you because I've been in public school for 11 years. No, 12 years if you're counting kindergarten. So I know how much it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I I haven't, it wasn't that horrible 
until sixth grade when sixth grade got pretty crappy then seventh eighth grade were great and then ninth grade was the worst year of my life and then after that it's (laughs) it's high school so you know part of that's just like you know my sixth. no my mine was mostly just very situational i had a lot of stuff happen at one time yeah and it it was just yeah, I lost all my friends, had to quit band all within one week. So that was yeah. not fun. Yeah, like I like my sixth grade year sucked, my eighth grade year sucked. Um, and that had nothing to do with the schooling that I was getting at the time. Well, it did have somewhat to do with it, but it wasn't like it wasn't the fault of the schooling I was receiving. It's just like that's how so when you're in the throes of puberty, it just sucks, and you know I was depressed all the time, and that's just that's just the way life is. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Then there's me. I've had one and a half years of public schooling. So kindergarten, I was homeschooled. First grade, I was homeschooled. Second grade, I'd um, by that point, uh, uh, Mama had had. Uh, had my two younger siblings and at an age where they both needed her attention. So my older sister and I went to public school for a semester and my old sister ended up, up saying she was in middle school at the time. And so she stayed for the rest of the year. By the end of that semester, I was ready to go home. I actually really enjoyed it, but I'm an, I'm an introvert. I'm not as much of an introvert as I used to be. Back then, I was even more of an introvert. And so I was not able to emotionally handle it. And so, yeah. That's exactly the situation I was in where it was literally so exhausting going, just going to school every day and being around so many people. And like, because I was just taking on all of their emotional weight as well as my own stuff. And so like trying to like it didn't make any practical sense from a learning standpoint where just literally being in the building was exhausting um and it was like going forward trying to do homework and and trying to have actual have an actual useful learning uh environment wouldn't work in that setting see for me it's actually the complete opposite because I'm such an extrovert, I don't do well when I'm not around people all day. So it was better for me to be there because I wasn't lonely. Like the past year, I have not been around people for obvious reasons. And so I just makes me very sad all the time. So I don't do well in that and I don't learn nearly as well because I don't have any energy. That's where I get all my energy from, from being with people. So I don't so, I don't have the energy to do anything the whole day. So what you need is like a homeschooling group or like five families get together for homeschooling. Or maybe they just, just improve on the public school, public school system. system. Yeah, or just a public school <laughs> education that doesn't suck. Cause that's the thing is I'm like like my sixth grade year, I was um I was going to school for I don't know. I went for a couple months before I got sick and ended up uh, being pulled out to be homeschooled and that I was like actually genuinely enjoying it I was making friends um, 
And so that was, it was just that I was sick and I couldn't do it. And so I'm like, I'm not one of those, I know a lot of homeschoolers who are very much like, oh, homeschooling is so much better than public school and like all public schoolers are stupid and, and like just very I think very it's just very situational. Yeah, I think, I it, think it depends on who depends. you are. Yeah. I think that there's merits to private school, public school, and homeschool. I think it just depends on who you are and which one yeah. you should do. And I like also, for me, it was clear that public school is the best option. Not like, private school. I I almost went into private school in either sixth grade, somewhere between sixth grade and ninth grade. It might have been ninth grade. I don't remember what year it was, but I had a tough year, and my parents really thought about pulling me out of public school I think it might have been like I think it might have been seventh or eighth grade actually going into that year and we ended up deciding it just wouldn't be good for me like I just think in the end the best place for me right now was or at least at the time I don't know right now right now the world's so chaotic there is no right answer anymore <laughs> but it was clear I should be in public school and I wouldn't change that. Mm -hmm. There's no way. There's nothing in me that wants to change that. Because honestly, all the way through eighth grade, I loved public school. And the only reason I don't anymore is just because it's high school. And no matter where, it's just tough it's work. Just, it's just stressful and hard. I mean. yeah. But, yeah. And they make it so much stress, more stressful than it needs to be. Just because no matter what, where you do your education, they're going to cram too much into a short period of time. <laughs> Oh, I did. It's public school in ninth grade. That was that was my first full year, and our last year of public school. And and I actually enjoyed it. At that point, I was able to handle it emotionally. Yeah, like I said, ninth grade was just a tough year for other reasons for me. Yeah. Plus, you have to wake up at six a.m. I woke up at five forty-five. Yeah, I woke up at six every morning. And yeah. that is hard for people who aren't early risers. Yeah, I am not a morning person. I am the complete opposite. What's funny is I'm not even really a night person either. I'm just not a person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do well in the morning. Just give me like a few hours in the middle of the day and that's when I thrive. That's, You're a plant. I'm, I'm the same way, honestly. But or like, midnight. If I'm awake in like the very middle of the night, I thrive then too. Well, what's that plant that flowers in the moonlight? Uh, jasmine. That might be it. But you're that you're that plant. You do well during the day, and you do well at at, at night. But in the mornings, evenings, you don't do well. I die. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I actually I'm fine. A cat is I'm, the same way. My cat. He thrived all the time. He was kind of scary. Sometimes you just walk out in the middle of the night, and he'd have like these massive eyes, and he'd just be like walking on the wall because he was running so fast. He had the time to like walk up the wall and then go down. It was kind of scary. <laughs> you would just hear him making weird noise as he like thumps into everything in his path. Sounds like rats in the walls. Well, that was until he got old. Then he just slept. Mm. And occasionally dumped water on my head. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, if you want a collection of horror stories, Rats and the Walls is a great one. 
<laughs> I don't like horror, so I'm not the person you should be telling. I this do, to. so thank you. Um, <laughs> if if it's like horror, as in it actually makes me feel it, like I like it, but yeah, but yeah, I don't it's... like any of that stuff. Anyway, then we, the whole reason we came up with this topic is because while filming a Star Wars episode, we talk, we started talking about how much we hate the school system for 30 minutes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so that's why we're here. I do very much recognize there is a lot of privilege inherent in being able to homeschool or private school. Because, like, I definitely, like, my mom couldn't have pulled me out of public school if I didn't have an aunt who was already homeschooling her children because she could be a stay-at-home mom because her husband made enough money. So, you know, that's that's also something that you gotta recognize is, like, I that that is a, that is one of the major reasons why, like, homeschool elitism really, really rubs me the wrong way just beyond just general snobbishness. Sometimes like, it's a just lot not of times possible. it's yeah a lot of times it's literally just like you are you are basically you're making yourself superior because you have more money um which my family couldn't have done that even if they wanted to for multiple reasons including the fact that my mom had to work but also that she had health problems that made her stop working and not be able to do anything for a while it's still affecting her so there's always things that are out of your control. Exactly. One thing I have heard is that homeschooling can be cheaper. That's that's not how mama does it, but... Well, uh, public school, you don't have be. to pay for it, though. You have to pay for, like, well, a notebook, but that's, like, five bucks, or, like, a single bucket, the dollar store. Well, you still have to pay for it. What do you think your taxes are going to? Well, yes, well, but you're going to pay for it even if you're homeschooling, though. So. Oh, yeah. on homeschooling, you don't. There are some things you can do to not have space on the time. Tax I... evasion. <laughs> That's one option. Legal, legal tax evasion. Um, and illegal tax, tax evasion. That's also another. I do like tax evasion. <laughs> I'm putting it on the quote wall. <laughs> Literally, one of my friends just just two days ago called said to me. Of course you did, you little tortilla boy. <laughs> Which, I blame my sister for that, because she walked in and called me a tortilla boy. I want to talk about the gifted system for a second, because I have so yes. much bitterness. Yes, I, I hate I, the gifted system so much. I've seen terrible, so many people. idea. I've heard so many people, and when I was in public school, well, met some people who were put in the gifted system because the other stuff was full. Or like, um, what do you mean the by the other stuff? Like, like the main the class was full, and so they took the students that they couldn't put in the main class and put it in the gifted class. Well, that's just stupid because the yeah. complete opposite thing happened to me. Literally, the complete opposite thing happened to me. <laughs> they like skewed my score on the gifted test to make sure I wasn't gifted, so that they didn't have to give the school more money. <laughs> and they said I was one point away, whatever the heck that be. So, cut into the future, I had a class. So, I have, I have a person, I take all honors classes, at right. least. And so, I wanted to, they put, and I, I took a college-level class 
the year before in middle school. And I got one of the highest scores in the school and got a high A in the class. The next year, they decide, so what if we put him in regular, like a regular class that's not even honors? And I'm like, I don't want to be in this class. Mm -hmm. Clearly, I have good enough grades and I'm a smart enough person to be able to do better than this. Why did you put me here? And so we talked to the people. And I have a friend that's in an honors class. The day, the door next to mine, literally one door over of my class, Mm -hmm. who told me that their class is almost empty. And they had plenty of room for another person. And so my teacher, my, my parents called the school and they're like, yo, swap them into this class. Mm-hmm. My teacher completely lies and said, there is no class that period. And I'm like, but I know there is. And they're like, oh yeah, sorry. I meant to say it's full. And I was like, I know that's not true either. Get your facts straight. And she's like, I'm sorry, but I can't move them. And so we literally have to go to the principal Go over the te- go over my guidance counselor because she's being a horrible person and just lying straight to our faces and get swapped into that class. And then the whole rest of the year, the whole rest of the year, she had it out for me. She hated us and we didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> and that's why I hate the gifted system. Because <laughs> they jipped me twice. Okay, the real reason that happened was because that class was only for gifted students. So I didn't say that, but that's the reason I didn't get in there. I didn't even realize that they continued the gifted program after elementary school. Nope, like I do. thought that I like, I, I, cause they have like, I know at least in Seminole County, they had like, you know, you had the gifted program through elementary school. And then like starting in middle school, there were, there was a special accelerated math program. And then there were like honors classes that you know you could take a mix of like normal and honors classes and then you know in high school there was like AP classes honors classes um regular classes and like um what does gifted even mean like I hate that that's exactly exactly that's the issue exactly you're acting like somebody's better than somebody else exactly you're really not yeah and that's the part I hated about it everybody looked down on me because I was the only person not gifted in that class yeah nobody said it but everybody I it was clearly true gifted and even so so, I had the high some of the highest grades in the class I like killed that class and they I the school system (sighs) is so messed up it said it sets people up to fail honestly and it, well, it completely it's, it's, it's completely made to fit a certain personality type. Yeah. And if you don't fit that person, this isn't it's, it's not a test up. of how smart you are. It's a test of how much you can memorize and what personality type you are. It's so frustrating though. To produce good laborers, not designed to produce people smart with people. knowledge. It's designed yeah. to prepare you to have to work way too much way too long devote everything to a they make you just suffer. to your job yes it's practice it's making you suffer to practice for the real world and it's like and then the real world is is this, not as bad damaging children's psyche literally yeah. from what do you the think to the first pressure? grade literally like depression in in suicide rates are so high in middle and high school just because of how bad the school system is <laughs> Which is like, this is another thing that's so stupid is everything's done via tests. 
and it's like yeah and they're not they're tests given by people who aren't objective they're subjective tests that are half the time are made to make people fail on purpose so that they don't have to give schools more money and then the other time actually i have heard um from the poor income families that there is a benefit if you had just done it based if you don't do the test you're removing one of the few chances of poor students like the sat and act i don't i don't think you're talking about those specifically but one one argument for those is that it's pretty much the one way that a poor or family could send one of their their kids to a higher college that's not what we're talking about yeah i have nothing against the sat and the act we're taking one on saturday so you have to get well, i got no issue you have to get 13 that. something you have to get 13 yeah i have to get a 13 no 1330. 1330. Uh, so your your goal is a 1345. not sure how you're gonna get that but... i already have a 1320. It, it's yeah. not possible to get a 13. <laughs> yeah oh okay i was mistaken i was thinking it was 1360. You realize that a 1345 is impossible, right? Yes, he does. That's why he said it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll find a way to get it. No, I'll write my name wrong. That'll get some points removed. Actually, no, well. Uh, it does. Yeah, it's well, part of the points. Well, part of the points on the SAT is writing your name right. But that's not, but it, it's not it a five point. get five points removed. <laughs> It'll well, get your I'll just get a lot more. And you're not going to get your scores Even better. Back. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> no, I had to pay you for this. About 45. So do you... I will find a way to get a... I mean, I suppose you can try an illegal method, you know, like hack into the system, give yourself a five-point reduction. I'll just do, like, inspect element on the website. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't change it, though. Oh, no, it, it'll change it in all the ways that count. <laughs> yeah, when the school sees that, it's not going to say 45. I realize that. I know that's not how... It's about, it's about his dream. It's about my heart. <laughs> oh, that's the Don't ruin counts. my dreams. Do you guys know why the, school, the gifted program exists? The current gifted system? No. Because they felt like it. Because they um, think people are smarter than other people. Well, it's during World War Two or shortly after. Um, I'm trying. I don't remember the time. I don't know. My information's old, so don't quote me on this. But like, basically, um, when they implemented uh, programs for students with special needs, like when that became a mandate for schools to have um, specific special needs classes. People were like, well, that's not fair. You should be, like, you shouldn't uh, be giving things to... kids are being held back. Yeah, you, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't be giving favor to, to kids with disabilities. You sh- so you should also have a program for advanced students. And I'm like... Because um, that definitely makes sense. If I'm not... Mandatory That's just so stupid. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. It's I really mean, crazy. honestly, the whole concept of it is stupid. Plus, the idea that that I think it's really like the whole idea of public school and the way it works is stupid. Like all the schooling, even if it's not public school, just the schooling 
the method of schooling is kind of stupid because there's other ways to be smart than just giving people a letter grade. That's not seeing how smart someone is. That's seeing how much they memorized that week. That is correct. But then our school system is not designed to make people smart. It's designed to feed them information. That's the issue. That's what I'm trying to say. But then this is America we're talking about. What do you expect? Yeah, I mean, it's like we talked about uh, before. It's it's designed to give people a like a base level of information and then and to produce good laborers it's but at what um, point do you move past a base level of information and start teaching people advanced chemistry that's the thing is a lot of the information it doesn't make sense from a logical perspective of like uh why do i need to know this yeah, especially in high school, it only makes sense from the perspective of like this is what, like this is what the government wants to teach you, wants you to know, so that, uh, in the off chance that you want to become like a physicist or uh, whatever, like, uh, just things that they think are useful to society, weapons that you will know. They teach you things about becoming experts. No, that was self-taught. Public school. That was self-taught. Well, I mean, I do have multiple friends that got expelled for threatening to do a school shooting, so maybe they do teach you something about that. No, that's just the environment. It's not on purpose. In second grade, our boy in Palpatine. <laughs> in second grade, I uh, school had like this Christmas thing where, like, based on your Based on the scores you received, you'd get some points to go oh, buy something from the, um, the school gift store that was set up for that specific purpose. Uh-huh. Well, this is the school uh, where um, just a few years ago, somebody got expelled for biting into a chicken nugget and then holding it up like a gun and going pew pew. But they had... A chicken nugget. <laughs> yes. But they guess what I bought at the school gift store? Two Nerf guns and a Leatherman. <laughs> See, I in middle school almost got in trouble for playing a card game because they said we were gambling. And also for playing Night of the Werewolf because they said we were talking about killing people. In a game. <laughs> This is why I think school is stupid. Then again, that chick had it out for me. Well, the guesting system is objectively stupid because it literally, it presupposes that some that some students are better than other students and yeah. deserve more opportunities. And that, like, it's just by its very to begin existence, with. it makes the special needs um, programs, like, so much, like, so infantilizing. Because, like, on their own, special needs programs... It's up breaking it. Yeah, well, on, on their own, like, special needs programs make sense. Obviously, if certain students need more help um, or have whatever disability or whatever, like, they should be able to get the attention and help that they need. Every yeah. student should be able to get that. But by uh, but by its very existence, the gifted system is like, okay, so we have this separate class of students who are better than the other students, and it makes, you know, the, the students who 
probably are who already feel alienated from the rest of them like makes them feel more like they're worse yeah then it's this is if we there's like here's the better better students students, here's the middle students here's the worst students here's the bad the whole the whole thing is just stupid to begin with because like that whole concept is just so dumb and it also splits people up based on yeah. who they think is smart. It's so it alienates one group of people from ever meeting this be- other completely different al- group of people. Like, I became so alienated from my other classmates just in the couple years that I was in the gifted program, specifically because of the fact that once a week I would get pulled out of class, not be learning with my classmates, go to another class with the gifted kids who were better. And it was like, and we wouldn't necessarily this is the thing that annoys me the most is like in first grade because the, the gifted program didn't start until first grade so first grade orange county has like a really good gifted program so every friday we would be bused from our elementary school to another elementary school and it would be students from multiple different schools like all in one classroom and we had a specific gifted teacher um and i have really fond memories of that we learned a lot of stuff but then in second grade, once I switched counties, the program, there was like, the gifted program in Seminole County was basically non-existent. And so it was just like every like Tuesday morning, not even for the whole day, like just in the morning times, we would go to another classroom at the school. And there were like four of us, I think. It was it was not even a whole class. And we would just do like stupid activities and then Sudokus. But the only thing that I remember from that experience was doing Sudokus. And we had to do them like every week before we <laughs> we got to do anything fun. Because like once we finished the main activity, we had to do Sudokus before we could do any other like fun activities. And I'm like, literally, there's no point to this. I'm not actually learning anything extra. This isn't. And doing Sudoku. Because <laughs> that like definitely Sudoku, makes me I, I'm not. I wouldn't. That's I probably wouldn't have liked Sudoku if I was forced into doing it. Exactly, and that's why I hate Sudoku. <laughs> See, I remember all. I was like the one that was not put into the gifted system, which, looking back, was just stupid. I totally. If anything, I should have been in it, and they just completely just alienated me from all my friends because I had two good friends oh. that I had known since preschool. Okay. And they put them all in a different class. They purposefully separated them. And so mm-hmm. for years, I wasn't in the same class as any of my friends. And we were like, what the heck? Not only that, but I kept getting in the same class with a bunch of people that were jerks to me, which so, always ends up happening. So like, my teachers, had, my parents told my the uh, principal, they were like, if you put my kid, my, if they, if you put my kid in the class with this kid again, we. We were like, I don't remember what they said, but we were like taking him out of the school or something. And then they did it three years in a row because that's what they do. <laughs> so that's why you don't like the gifted program. Well, if you, so, okay, I'm going to just retell my other story. It's I'll do it quick though. So basically I went and took the gifted test and because the it's like done by the government and the government has to pay schools they give a higher budget to schools that have more gifted kids they uh they purposely called me not gifted just so that they could save a little bit of money even though which by giving me a very subjective like it wasn't a 
it was just one person that I sat in a room with that did weird questions. And then at the end, they were like, well, he wasn't quite there. He was point below, whatever the heck that means. <laughs> so they were like, he's he's basically gifted, but we're going to say he's not so that we don't have to give the school money. And, and so because of that stupid reason, I got separated from my friends for years, which just doesn't even make sense. Uh, that just sounds like you didn't quite make the cut. I mean, maybe I didn't, but... I still get better grades than all the people that got into the grifting program, so maybe they made a mistake. <laughs> maybe just answered one of the questions wrong that day. I mean, once I was in like second grade, let's not act like I was a genius. <laughs> the thing is that they separate. Like, they were like, they had like these weird blocks, and they were asking me questions about them, and I was like, I don't know. These are blocks. They, they separate you out so young, and that's what <laughs> boggles me, is it's like, you can't predict who's gonna be, like, the future geniuses of America in the first grade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just absurd to begin like, with anyway. Like, at least we, until, like, middle school, do it in sixth grade. At least yeah. at that oh, point, our brain is developed enough. My middle school, program. middle school has its own problems that the other grades don't have. Yeah, the thing about well, all of them have their own problems. I mean, though. We, we literally get dumber in middle school. Like that happens because our brains are literally rewiring themselves. <laughs> yeah, all of the students, like all of my friends, and I include myself in this, um, like who are in some sort of advanced program, like um, IB. Like I had a lot of friends who were in IB, um, and they were all just like so stressed out all the time and constantly afraid of like getting even like a b on tests and stuff because we literally had this this like identity of smart person assigned to us and we were like we're literally failures as people we're letting down our entire communities we're letting down our families we're letting down ourselves we're not living up to our potential if we don't get like perfect grades and get like all of these advanced certificates or graduate with honors or graduate high school with a college degree and it's just like that's not a healthy that's not a healthy pressure yeah, to be putting on a child yeah i mean i didn't get any b's or anything in elementary school but i did that on my own mission. the other thing is i find it this isn't really related i find it stupid that like some parents are like here we'll baby you we'll give you this if you get an a that's what my dad does. He gives us he gives us like money at the end of the year if we get all A's. Well, I've gotten all A's every year and my parents are just like, Good job. Now do yeah, it again. Well, like my mom <laughs> so here's what here's the thing is that just my that makes sense. Like if I don't so get good grades, complaining... I get you're complaining about parents that do that, and then you complain that your parents don't do that? I'm not actually complaining about that. I think, because I know exactly the motivation. Because, like, my mom always paid us to do chores. My dad never paid us to do chores. That was just expected. But my mom always paid us to do chores. She never gave us any rewards for getting good grades. Whereas my dad gave us rewards for getting good grades. Um, and his logic is, and he's told us this, that, like, he never felt... Uh, like, he always got bad grades, and he never tried in school, and he was a total schlub, and he dropped out of college, um, because he felt like... Oh, he like, had 
he had like two weeks left before he graduated. I don't and know. He, it's something like that. He had like two weeks left. And then, no, it's two weeks or two months. It's somewhere around there. But it was like he was at the very end about to graduate and then just dropped out. Yeah. So, <laughs> and so my dad was like, and he's told us that he always felt like his parents never celebrated in any way his achievements in school so he never felt like that was relevant that never felt like it was a thing that he should try at and he didn't have any internal motivation to do so so he wanted to have us feel celebrated so before like high school it was usually like he had a certain amount of money set aside to like do something with us or like like go on a vacation or like take us to a concert or something so that he wanted us to feel celebrated for working hard. But then, like, my sister and I got to a certain age and we were just like, I, I, I know what I want. I want money. <laughs> just give us the money. <laughs> um, so I don't, really, I don't really blame my dad for that. I don't think that that's a problem of, like, his approach. Yeah, I think that you really... See, because I, was... I understand the motivation behind it. He wants us to work hard. He wants us to try our best. Um, and so that was the motivation, whereas, like, it, it wasn't about, like, oh, yes, you need to be... You need to have this certain standard or you're not worth it or you're not, like, contributing. If me, it was almost the opposite. So my parents didn't give me money for chores. They didn't give me money for, or give me anything for doing good. They were just like, if you don't do good, you get punished and you lose everything you care about for a couple months. So that was my motivation. <laughs> and yeah. still is, honestly. Yeah. Although at this point, but the issue was back then, they were like, I know you, your best is an A. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, was chores for my family. We're required to do them, but we get paid for it, and so, and so it's kind of considered a, a job. You know, you you are required to work at such and such time, and on this day and that day, and but you get paid for it. But that's the way it's been. And then for grades, it's it's pretty much been based on on how much effort we put in. Uh, Mama wouldn't accept anything but an A paper when she was homeschooling. But at the same time, she would, sometimes I'd be working till five with her teaching me the concepts. Cause if I couldn't grasp it, she'd be working with me until I grasped it. And then I'd get an A on that paper. Why? Cause I finally figured out how to do the problem. But yeah, then the end of the semester grades, so, the not semester, the quarterly grades, the way it was done was based on effort put in. So if even though I got all A papers because she had me work at it till I finally figured it out and got that A, the quarterly grade was based on effort. So if I did if I put in my best effort, I'd get an A. If I didn't, I'd get a B or a C. And if I got, and at no point did I get it be, I... Like, that was one of the things that I really loved about homeschooling, and per, and in particular, like, uh, the co-op that I went to, 
because it was like very formal and it was like real actual teachers um, teaching like real actual classes. It was just like once a week um, and then we had homework for the rest of the week. And the thing that I loved about that is the way that the grading worked, especially for like English classes um, and like electives where it, a lot of it was more subjective. Um, the teachers would grade like at the beginning of the year, they would get a sense of here's your work, you know, here's your grade level. Because a lot of the times we'd have people from multiple grades in the same class. So they would say like, okay, this is your grade level. This is the type of work that you're putting out now. And they would grade basically according to improvement um, and effort more than like to the same like uh, standard for every student. Yeah. And... I think they should do something like that just in general for schooling. Like, I think to, not like necessarily get rid of doing how, like, if you get like grading tests and stuff and counting that in. I think they should do like make it 50% effort and 50% actual performance because I think that they're both important. I just think that if a student is doing their absolute best and they're trying everything they can to understand, it's not fair to give them a horrible grade because even though they don't fully understand it, they worked really hard. It's not like they didn't try. In ninth I don't grade, think that's the only thing that matters, you know? In ninth grade, my a, uh, AP Human Gov teacher, uh, he graded like that. He'd look at your grades at the beginning and pretty much give you a you know, standard grade. I think he did, but it also may have been a bit of of some of the site assignments he did we did he just didn't put ins grades and he used that to compare but then he pretty much graded the rest on how much effort we put in and that, that was in public school so there are teachers in public school that do that so there is a way to do that there's not yeah. many though yeah like my my ap human teacher uh he grad he graded everything like it was the ap exam and so you either had to kill it and try your best again. I ended up getting a big class I was proud of because that class was a struggle. You had to sh study for hours every week just to get a B. I ended up with an A. If I was, I'm not sure, it was like a quarter of a percent off, then I would have had a B. <laughs> I've, I had, for it. I've taken two AP classes, AP Human Geo and... AP Psychology, I gotta be in both. I've never gotten an A in an AP class, because I honestly feel like half the time they're just set up for you to fail. Like, they make it as difficult as possible because they're like, we have no clue what's gonna be We have no clue what to tell you to study for, and there's such a big curriculum that there's no way we can cover all of it. So we gotta give you as much work as we possibly can, make you study as much as we can possibly make you, and just hope you survive, and we gave you the right things somewhere in like the 200 pages of stuff we had like the uh, all this memory that you had to remember to hope this tiny bit here i had a had a my ap gov teacher i got i got really lucky um he had been teaching for what was this 48 years at that point so he knew what he was doing, and he was able to handle that. The he had to cram all that, all that stuff into our heads, 
Yeah, my like I was talking about my AP Human Geo teacher. He uh, has the highest scores in the state, but the dude was he was such a nice guy too. He put like he put like goofy posters all over the and every once in a while would have us just do something stupid for a day, just because he was a nice guy and he had like funny impressions and stuff. And he's a professional sports announcer, like he does professional sports games. <laughs> So the dude, he was just a really fun dude. He had, like, painted his walls all cool and tried to make it look like the bat cave. That sounds cool. He was one of my favorite teachers I've ever had. He just gave us so much work that it was just insane. But that's why everybody, I think almost everyone in the class passed. Like, there was, like, two people that didn't out of, like, a couple hundred people that he was teaching. Yeah, AP, so that's impressive. Yeah, my AP professor was very hands-on. Uh, there was one section where we had to teach the stuff, and the way we had to teach it was he divided the class into groups and gave each... There's probably about eight groups, and each group had to do a presentation on their stuff, and they could do it however we wanted. So my group was teaching about uh, farming and so on. And so I went and got the the gardening fork, and I was the old man had the hat. Yeah, that's cool. I feel like, but the I feel like that what makes the difference is how hands on and and how much like teachers actually come alongside you, rather than like more than anything else. That's that's really what I've seen makes a difference because like also i think who the teacher is also makes a big difference sometimes sometimes teachers are just idiots and there's nothing you can do yeah i mean if if teachers know what they're talking about and actually care about teaching it usually they're gonna have you do good yeah as long as the they're gonna keep keep people engaged and b actually help people get better grades now my one of my worst teachers i've ever had was uh, my Spanish two teacher, who whose class I took in ninth grade, who her whole thing was that you should have learned this in Spanish one, so I don't have to teach it, and I'm just going to assume you know everything that's in the curriculum. If we learned it in Spanish one, why are we here? Like, why does Spanish two exist if we learned everything in Spanish one? It's Latin one. And then I, in eighth grade, and then in tenth grade, I started FLVS Latin too. Like pretty much after two weeks, I quit because they were expecting me to know the stuff from FLVS Latin one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I was getting penalized because I was doing stuff that I knew about because I had learned it, and not doing stuff that I didn't know about because I hadn't learned it. Yeah. And by yeah. their score, I was I hadn't learned Latin one, and I was doing stuff from Latin and two that we hadn't covered or Latin three, because they were doing an entirely different curriculum than what I did. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, you aren't working with me. I'm not getting anything out of this class. In fact, I'm ending up getting. I'm, this is going to affect my grade, and that's going to affect later on too. So it, yeah. there's no way I'm doing this. So. I, Drop down also, before the deadline. 
the other thing with my teacher was she graded everything. Well, first of all, she was very racist and sexist. She was pretty crappy. And she also graded everything based she liked you. So that was also very important. So your race did affect your overall grade. <laughs> so that was an, so luckily she really liked me. But so she literally like if you were Hispanic, no matter what gender you were, she would love you. If you were a white male, she would like you. But that was it. <laughs> and you had to act at least exhibit some effort. And then so basically, if you were on your phone and if you were she liked she liked you, so basically you were in one of her preferred races or sexes, then you would be able she would be able to use your phone whenever you wanted to and she wouldn't call you out or anything. But if you weren't, she would take your phone and give you a bad grade for the day. And she would like very subjectively grade everything because she had us do like stupid performances. She had us do a dance class. How is that Spanish? You taught us how to do like uh You're learning the culture. Well she literally is, had like, like one of the days requirements. She, she forced everyone to dance. One of the requirements of Spanish of like le- foreign language classes is that you have to have some sort of cultural knowledge um by the end of it. Which with Spanish, it's like so stupid because there's literally hundred, like there's dozens of countries that speak Spanish. So by the end what of it, you'll Spanish have like a. What are you talking about? Exactly. So you'll have, you have a, a basic like a, knowledge. You'll have of... a the most basic knowledge of like ten countries, and it's like okay, or and like one of the yeah, because like, they had us go through every every month. Or every like couple weeks or so, they'd have us go through another country. Oh, they had so this was funny. They had us do a presentation where they broke us up into groups of like three people, and we had to each make a PowerPoint. And then that was how we learned about every country. Basically, they're just like you had to watch the some random person's two minute PowerPoint about a country, yeah. and that's that's that how was my all college Spanish about. classes were, and like. To, to what you were saying earlier to me about Latin, like, I ended up having, like, I took Spanish 1 through FLVS in high school, and then I ended up just taking Spanish 1 again when I started dual enrolling, because I was literally like, I'm not, because I knew I wouldn't have the same, because the curriculums were different, I wouldn't have the same knowledge base. So it's like, I ended up having to relearn a bunch of stuff. Yeah, such to German. Yeah, with German, I actually learned some stuff. Uh, including about the castle that was that uh, Cinderella's castle at Disneyland is based off of. So that was cool. Well, but, see, with German, it's easier though because there's really only one country, one country that speaks German. Mm, that's two countries. Oh wow! My bad. <laughs> I apologize. You took numbers straight, young man. <laughs> but for Spanish, there really is like. So many countries that you'd have like, to learn about. Learning, and what's like, funny was the main thing she focused on teaching us was the geography, like the climate in that area. She was like, this is a place, great place to go vacation or something like that. <laughs> and I'm like, good to know. <laughs> I mean, that's something thing you might about. actually use. Well, that actually yes, but she said all of them were good places <laughs> to go vacation. You should be, you should just, you should just drive around South America. That's it. Yeah, that's that's Spanish class right there. <laughs> and now you know how to bachata, so you can. But you'll fit right in. Yeah. They didn't teach me about tostadas, though. So 
Um, it was really a wasted education. <laughs> yeah. What? I can't believe it. Another teacher I hated was one that Madeline. I don't know what I hated about him. He was just so annoying. And he wasn't even a good teacher. He just. I can't even describe how bad he was because there's like. I don't know why he was so bad. Like, I couldn't explain it, but he was just so bad. Being in his class was painful. And he, like, did these little jingle things. He would, like, turn, like, common jingles, like, uh, buy smart, be happy, or, like, stuff like that, and turn them into mnemonic devices to help you remember things. I hate mnemonic devices. This is a it was ter terrible invention. One of them was, uh, one of them was allusions or references. <laughs> Some stupid stuff like that. He said, and then he repeated them every day. Oh my god. And he actually had multiple tests where he had to see if we remembered all of his mnemonic devices. You see, so those are designed to help people, but they are not designed for everyone. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. the thing is. They don't help me at all. Yeah, I am so bad with I don't remember any of the mnemonic devices that I learned except for PEMDAS because that was hammered into my brain so much. Um, but like every I like, remember I mean that class when he says them every day, you're Yeah. But it's like But I have to, as uh, it's just as easy for me to learn the stuff as it is for me to learn the acronym or whatever. Yeah, it exactly. To be. Forced you to remember to like memorize. It. He did voca vocabulary quizzes where he was basically just testing you if you knew remembered the exact mnemonic device and what jingle it was representing. See, if I did that, I would go. I would have the stuff memorized, and so what I do is I literally create my own for every single one. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, you can't do that though. He doesn't play you. You have to remember his. Yeah, I mean... I want to remember it, so I'd probably just write whatever one I could have to go without the moment down. I am very much someone who's, like, I learn by doing. So a lot of the ways that I, like, take tests is I refer back to my knowledge base and I figure things out logically as I'm doing them. So, like, stuff like that the is literally way. the opposite of how I learn. Yeah. Because... I'm yeah. trying to remember information like strictly or like remember strict definitions. I'm so bad at that. I'm so bad at like dates. I'm horrible and at I'm... that. If you show me something and show me how to use it and then let me do it myself, yes. I will figure it out. Which is why online math is horrible for me because <laughs> I don't get the chance to do that. I don't remember anything from geometry because I took that class. Holy cow, did I take that three years ago? Crap, yeah, I time. I, I hate that, time. I took that. I guess it was. I was like, I, I finished. Year? I would have finished it. I took it freshman year. Same here. Yeah, you guys are smarter than me. Well, what's funny was at my school that was the less smart class. Well, there were three options. You could have been in geometry. You could have been in uh, algebra two in ninth grade. You could have been in geometry, or you could have been in algebra one. And so I got in the middle. I didn't enchilada. Oh, maybe I did. Basically, they said the smart people. Maybe I did take that freshman year. They basically said the sorry, sorry, because you're supposed to take pre-algebra in ninth and eighth grade, aren't you? I I don't know. No, I took it. My my so my school, 
they said if you're smart enough, you don't have to take pre-algebra. I want to talk about yeah, that. In eighth grade, I just did algebra. So I purposefully took pre-algebra. But then, like, there was a lot of stuff then later that I was, they told me I was supposed to know. And I was like, it's a good thing I took this class because I totally remember this. And it made things so much easier in the future. Mm -hmm. But they, yeah, they basically said, if you're smart, you can skip it. If you're not, you cannot. And so, and so, like I like I was saying though, there were three classes, and they were like, if you're smart, or if you're like really smart, you get to take algebra two in ninth grade. If you're not that smart, you get to take geometry, and if you're stupid, you get to take pre-algebra. Or no, you get to take algebra one. So they basically just like straight up called some people stupid in order to split up classes, which everybody probably should have taken algebra like pre-algebra in seventh grade. Seventh grade, algebra one, eighth grade, and then geometry ninth grade. Because that just it just yeah. makes sense. Well, it's yeah, like that's turning cool. into a case system, cast system. Exactly. Is it cast I mean, or it's, it's cast. Right, See, this is this is yeah. the mark of a of a avid reader, as you don't know how to pronounce words correctly. <laughs> All right, here's this word. All right, figured out how to use it. How to pronounce it? I don't know. I'm reading a book. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've told the story a lot, but it's it's like a big blonde moment. I thought that misled was a word for a really long time because I read the word misled as misled until like one day a few years ago. Like it wasn't like elementary school. It was like middle school that I had to spell out misled. And I was like, oh. Misled. <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, just like, yeah, you know, the word misled, it just means, like, tricked or whatever. <laughs> it was... You've been misled. <laughs> I wish that was really a word. Yeah, Dude, I wish that was a word. What's your favorite word? Honestly, my favorite... it, might, it, it very well might be tostada. Tostada's a great quiz. Who's this what? Um, Quiz. It was literally created because because the guy was told that he couldn't create a word. Cardboard. Cardboard's like, a fun word. I like the word crisp because it travels from the back of your mouth to the front of your mouth. Like just try saying crisp, crisp, crisp to it. like intentionally. Crisp, 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 crisp. crisp. <laughs> it's like, Yeah, I just like you words that sound. <laughs> 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 I, I, I just I just oh. like words that sound oh. like what they are, you know? Yeah. Of course. I like cardboard because it's just funny. Like, cardboard is such a weird word. You know what my favorite word is, Ethan? Sussy baka. <laughs> That's not a word! <laughs> I think There's a story there. To- it has to go in the, my least favorite, my least favorite words of all time. Okay, we should get back on topic though. Alright, so the main problem is Wait. economics. The main problem is is poverty. <laughs> the main problem is poverty. Schools are literally funded by local property taxes. Uh, capitalism. We should have a. Uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, meritocracy? Instead of the uh, autocracy, it's it's pretty much the smartest people. I feel like we are. should have an anarchy. Yeah, no. we should have an anarchy and then it would be a meritocracy. 
That's how anarch that's how anarchism works. And then no, so we're gonna have an <laughs> because anarchy. the point you gotta okay. hear my plan, okay? You gotta hear my plan. Okay, this well hear important. Ethan's plan and then I, I'm gonna I I'm gonna explain All anarchism. Right. Alright, so we create an anarchy across the whole world, right? Mm-hmm. And then when and then once the population is low enough, we shove everyone on one cotton, right? Then we go this back is... in time, just grab random people through history and throw oh, them in there with like either. the most evil dictators, and whoever wins gets to rule the the world. Well, I feel like a lot of the evil dictators would die pretty early, die pretty quickly. Like other than like objectively, okay, then all American presidents. Actually, that's not true. I said Pretty much all American presidents during wars. Well, you know what I hate? The FDA. Oh. <laughs> what the heck? Dude. <laughs> First Baptist of Atlanta? What? Functional yeah. behavior assessment? Fulfillment the FDA. By the Food and Drug Administration. <laughs> I hate okay. you. You're oh. stupid. You know what's stupid? Our government. Me. <laughs> but also, also me. we should stop saying the word stupid. I think Jar Jar could lead the country. I think, okay, but back to I what I was were. saying. That's the sad <laughs> Back to what I was saying is... He's more competent than Joe Biden and uh, Donald Trump's. Well, I mean, mm, Jar Jar is the one who it. handed the reins of power over to fascism, so I think it's a very reasonable analog to Joe Biden. I think that's a great plan. We give it to 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 to, to Jar Jar, and he'll find a way to mess it up. Do you remember Jar Jar twenty twenty four? Do you remember those powers prequels? <laughs> I'm smart, I promise. <laughs> okay, so anyways, what I was saying about anarchism is that as a philosophy, I misspoke earlier, the point is that authority in and of itself does not inherently justify itself. It needs to be justified by popular consent. So, oh. it would basically right, I better kill Michael be... Jackson before he starts an anarchy and becomes king. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, every time you move in your chair, it produces this horrible clicking noise. Me? Uh, yes. <laughs> squeak, squeak, squeak. Did you know that schools are fu- primarily funded Stop. through property taxes? Through local property taxes? Mm-hmm. So literally, in your, this, the quality of school system is... Of a local school is directly, like, is directly linked to how rich the county is, and it's like, huh, poor kids <laughs> are definitely going to get a significantly worse education than rich kids, even from a public school. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that's like the opposite of the point of the public school system. Yeah, because the idea opposite. behind it is that you think that education is a human right, and it is the primary means by which people were able to go on and succeed at life and if you i mean like you cannot trick <laughs> we, we cannot trick ourselves into into thinking that we live in a meritocracy despite the fact that most like liberals and conservatives think that we do when literally it's like if you are poor you are going to get a terrible education from the public school system 
and you're not going to be able to succeed in life. Well, I, not everybody is not going to be able to succeed in life, but you're much less likely to be able to succeed in life because you haven't gotten yeah, you're the just, education you're just, that yeah, you need you're to get you're decent statistically scores. Less likely. Yeah, to get to get the you know the scores on SATs and, and, and to get scholarships and to get into a decent college so you can get a decent job. The government is flawed, just like every person that created it, and that's the reason it's flawed. And yeah. as people who are flawed there is nothing we can do about it. So I think changing the government, sure, it might make a couple people happier for a little while. Now, a couple is clearly an ex- under understatement, but that's what I'm I'm just saying that in the end, the fact that we have to run ourselves using the government is the downfall of the government. <laughs> Once again, what is government? I mean, what do you mean by that question? Why are you trying to leave? Like, what are what do you mean when you say government? Yeah, like saying a all system, government is bad. I'm what? saying a system in which we run society, basically, and like control people, control the things that happen, control. Ah, so a system of authority over people. Yes, system of authority. any system of authority, I think, or any system that, like, I just think any system that runs the way we do. Is going to end up being flawed because it was created by flawed people. Let's. So let's, could you? Would it? And that's why the that there was sucks. a person. <laughs> but so, all right, everybody. Thank you guys for watching. Um, this podcast ended up being split into two. So this is part one. The second part, we'll we'll see if it really makes sense. It'll be about God somewhat. <laughs> yeah, we we, t- we changed from we changed from the school system into talking about the government and and, and uh, our beliefs about communism. Infallibility. How to so, find truth? Yeah. <laughs> so basically, if you want to find out how that, go check out the next one. Um, but as always, thank you guys for being here. Uh, leave a like and subscribe. Check out all the links in the description and. You've been bananaed. Ka-chow. Let's smash again. Let's smash again. Mm-hmm.